Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Father Daughter First Down, where we bear all about the Chicago Bears. I'm Maya. And I'm Joey. First of all, cheers to a victory. Cheers to a victory and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, to, hope everyone had a good to Thanksgiving. To us and everybody else out there in, in Bear, Bear Land. Um, you got to drink, otherwise it's oh, bad right. luck. All right, let's Breaking get started. Breaking the uh, five-game losing streak. Against beating, the worst team in the league. And for some yeah. reason, we're acting like we won the damn Super Bowl. So um, um, we're, we're not acting like it, but other people, other people are like acting the bears. Like it. I think the bears are, the bears acting. are totally <laughs> acting like it. it. I mean, it's definitely good for morale in the locker room to, you know, break the five game losing streak, but, um, Arizona's next week. So a lot of work to be done, but let's get into the past game against the lions. And we, and we got to watch the game together. You were home for the holiday and, and, you know, we, we got it over early. We got it over early, so we have the whole weekend to, um, you know, hang. Yeah, we're, we're together. We're doing the broadcast together. We haven't done a broadcast together since the early episodes. So let's see how this goes. So All Maya, right. what do you what do you want to talk about first? Well, you want to talk about the uh, Matt Nagy stuff in the media all week. All week. Well, it was like. 48 hours. Uh, the week was a short week. It started on Monday. And yep. I think on Tuesday, news had broken from a reporter from a, from a publication I've never heard of that he was going to be fired. We, we know the story. Everyone knows. Everyone the story, knows the story that he was going to be fired after, um, after the game. game. So, of course, as the hours in the couple of days progressed, uh, the Bears and the media just toyed with the whole story. It was a soap opera, total soap opera, total soap opera. They, they had to bring in ownership to have a meeting with the team about it. And Maggie it's like, sort of didn't deny it, but he didn't, he told the team that he was still the coach. He told I mean, the media, he was still what the coach. a waste of time and energy to have all these meetings about what's going on in the media when they should be preparing and focusing for a game when they only have like Four days to prep for this right. game. So really. it's just a total, so, a total shit show, a basic shit show. I mean, yeah. And and I thought the Lions organization was a shit show, but well, uh, that's <laughs> during the game. But at the end of the day, Nagy's gone at the end of this year. Don't you agree? I, I completely agree. There's no doubt in my mind that he will be gone. I don't understand why the Bears will not fire him midseason. I mean, people are saying, well, what if they win the rest of their games? They're not going to win the rest of their games. That no. would be a miracle. If he won the rest of the, if they won the rest of the games, could he still be the coach? I guess maybe. No, no. I, to win out the rest of the season? Absolutely not. That's just unrealistic. Okay. So do we want to move on from the Nagy saga soap opera shit show please, into the game please, itself? Please, please, please. Okay. Well, I, first of all, I feel very bad for Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. They must've had a ton of caffeine before this game because it was, it, boring. It was kind of boring. It was, it was, it was a boring. really boring game, but the bears did good, some good stuff, but they did it again against the worst team. I mean, it was like, who, who was the biggest loser? Like the biggest loser I mean, we is Detroit. We're, we're losers, but I think Detroit's a bigger loser. Like they had totally, but we had to win by a field goal against the worst team at the last in the second. league. Right. That was good clock management by the bears at the end. We'll talk, we'll talk we'll about and, and, and what, what, what this game proved to me too, 
is something that you said early on, like we should be resting Justin Fields. He shouldn't be playing. What this game showed is that Andy Dalton knows how to manage a football game and he managed it well. He had a um, couple plays where he ran out of the pocket and he extended plays. He had some first downs on runs. He hit um, multiple receivers who stepped up. Uh, All the receivers I thought stepped up this game. Uh, Komet, Mooney. Mooney Bird had some key catches. Bird had a few key And let's not forget G- Jimmy Graham. Yeah, his touchdown was good. Right. So so Andy Dalton really led this team and hopefully in in the in the offensive line gelled for most of the game and protected him and he moved out of the pocket to extend plays. And you know, the, these are games where hopefully a young quarterback who has a lot of talent but just isn't there yet hopefully learned. Yes. Um, and moving on to that, let's talk about the defense for a second. I mean, I thought the defense played terribly. Half our deep, but not even half, more than half the defense, our, our starting Maya, defense is gone. They only allowed 13 points. Mazeltov, you, you allowed 13 Mazel points Tov? against the worst team in the league. And that's yeah, but it. They, yeah. I mean, listen, they're. Tackling wasn't great. I mean, they were helped out by stupid penalties by Detroit, which helped the Bears significantly. Mm -hmm. I thought Detroit's offensive scheme and play calling was terrible. When they had these third and very longs, I thought they should have been taking shots way down the field to try to get pass interference. And they let the Bears off the hook. They let the Bears off the hook. Twice, this is, you know, it's it's hard being Detroit right now. I mean, they're clearly rebuilding. I think it's always been hard being Detroit. (laughs) That's true. But (laughs) at the same time, they took a tight ends coach and made him a head coach, which is something I've never even heard of before. Oh, they make head coaches <laughs> out of special teams coaches. Look at look at uh, John Harbaugh. He was a special teams coach. Any assist? Look at look at Matt Nagy. He was he, he was, was like an a, offensive. He was yeah, an offensive like was, assistant of an assistant. He so, was an assistant of an assistant. Yeah. The fact that he got promoted, yeah. So they'll make a head coach out of the water boy these days. If they, are you going to be head gonna, coach next? <laughs> I can't take the pressure. Um, anyway, there were two times I'd be, I'd be fired before Thanksgiving. Let's put it that <laughs> oh, way. That says a lot. Um, anyway, there were two times where the lions were third and 32 and did nothing with the ball. You said that you wish that the lions would have thrown the ball. I think, that, Deep. I think that was actually in certain situations that was kind of smart because they were setting up their punter to, you know, not kick the ball necessarily into the end zone and then have a touchback at the 20. Right. Make so the then Bears they would go make the, the Bears. Of, right. Yeah. They, so let's, I actually thought that was smart. Let's coaching talk about length the of the field. There was a, there was a play uh, early in the game where the Bears had the Lions pinned back at like the two yard line. They gained oh, two yards. God. So they're punting yeah. from deep in their own end zone. And we, we end up getting that was the ball. good by our defense, by the way. It was good by right. Okay, so huge, it was good by our huge. defense. But then special teams, we get a holding call on the outside guy trying to block the gunner coming down for the tackle on the outside, and then our our guy that we gave up another draft pick for. What's his name? Grant Junior. Grant, Grant yes. Senior. Grant Senior. Senior um, who we wasted a draft pick for missed the fair catch. Uh, he misplayed the ball. He lost it in the lights, whatever happened. It bounced 30 more yards. So we went from having Detroit on their own four yard line See, to taking the ball. On our... ball. It was, you got to catch it. You got to okay, catch the ball. It bounced off the lions players 
helmet. But that's, if he would have put himself in position to catch the ball, it could have been interference, could have been another penalty. The bottom line is I think that was the kind shift, of unlucky. The shifting of the field from their four to our like 15 was was just bad Bears football. That was like and, uh, yeah, that's just and, and that's let's just let's get happens. into you know going back to 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 why he should be fired along with people above him, including Pace and Phillips. We can write a book on it at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like they have wasted, they put so much stock in drafting a Tariq Cohn and picking up this grant and putting so much stock in special teams. And they picked up Cordell Stewart, who they really, he, he was good, but he wasn't, it wasn't, uh, a, they, they didn't use him well. They put him in on fourth and ones when everyone knew he was getting the ball. But they've given up so much for these guys that that you could you could find anywhere. You don't have to give up draft. Getting picks getting for these back guys. to to Grant, I mean, the amount of times that he has run the ball out of the end zone on a kickoff play and not even made it to the twenty just frustrates the hell out of me. If you're not going to make it at least right. to the twenty or past the twenty, just take a knee. They've made it in in the NFL now. It's become close to impossible to take a ball out of the end zone and get that, past the 20. So what's the point? You're risking that's, injury. That's, that's my point is that the, the NFL has taken special teams sort of out of the game. They've created all these rules to make it safe to, to let the team just take the ball out at the 20 or 25. And yet we're putting such great stock in return guys. When the NFL is like said, the one we, we don't care about return, return guy, guys anymore. I think, in the whole league, and the Bears should never have gotten rid of him. Was uh, Patterson Cordero Patterson? But it, great it's, player, yeah. But I miss no, him. he's not a great player. He's a good player. He's having a great season with Atlanta, of course, because he just left the Bears. So everyone who just leaves the Bears has a great season. Uh, not Trubitsky. <laughs> well, he's on the bench, but trust me, he doesn't. Speaking of Trubitsky, the last Lions win actually was in the Soldier Field against the bears when Trubitsky fumbled the football at the last second. Well, last so in the that's, fourth quarter, uh, yeah, an interesting we, football. We gave them a gift. That was fact. their, that was their last, that uh, was the last lions, uh, victory. So do we, so we're not doing good, bad, and ugly. This is the special Thanksgiving broadcast where we want to just, but we do have a saucy play of the game. Yeah. So I'm going to let you introduce the sauciest play of the game, which is sponsored by my dad's barbecue sauce. We will include the link below. And so uh, the sauciest play of the game I have was our, well, we had a two play drive where Andy Dalton started the drive. The first play was like a 50 yard pass to Darnell Mooney, which was, he's getting protection. He sees an open man. He throws the ball on the mark. And then the second play, really, that was that to me, that was the sauciest play. The, 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 the pass to Dooney, it was followed Mooney. up by the touchdown to Jimmy Graham and you know Jimmy Graham's gotten a lot of flack in the in the media because he's making all this money and whatnot but when he's in the game he, he makes a play he makes a play he, he shows his value play. and he's you know maybe they should be using him more I don't know bottom line is this this season we got a good tight end room let's just put it that way Cole Komet I think had seven catches it was I mean, a very good game he did game not drop Cole a Komet. pass he I he I've did. seen improvement he did. he did drop a pass okay but, maybe one but I've seen improvement from him every single week since he stepped on the field last right. year he's got to get better separation he's got to get better yards after the catch uh it seems like every time he does make a catch he's going down as much as he's trying to to get away from 
tacklers. Yeah. It seems he's going down. And I'm always fearing that he's going to have a fumble. But anyway, the tight ends uh, did well. I thought the receivers in general, the way Dalton used them, was was terrific and something good mix of running and throwing and running and throwing something that you know we've complained about that we haven't seen enough of the bears doing is you know getting creative mixing up the play calling um and i thought final drive of the game i think they had and first of all it was 18 plays an 18 play possession to get drive to get smart use of the clock they they got the ball with eight and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter and they kicked the winning field goal with no time left. So kudos to time management, good football, beating a bad team, which they could have easily, easily lost to. So now we've got the Cardinals. We've got the Seahawks coming up. We still have two games against the Vikings. We got another game against green Bay. So we will see what happens. I do not think that um, Nagy will get, fired absolutely before not. the season but i definitely think he will right after the season but what, what, do, we, what, 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 we... what do i the one thing that this game really showed me more than anything or just proved more so is that we got to keep andy in the game fields isn't ready andy threw for over 300 yards mooney had over 100 yards and catches i mean there's clearly a connection there so andy should be taking all the first snaps with the you know, the first string in practice, keep that jelling. Once hopefully Allen Robinson, you know, comes back, that'll just continue to build on well, everything. That's that's the thing. So they won this game. So, you know, there's a lot of injuries. I hope Roquan Smith's injury isn't too bad and he's back. Otherwise, that's our defense is right. I think slim. right now the players are together. There is this contrary, the whole naggy thing still lurks in the background. That will continue throughout the end of the season. Um, how, how high and low, I think the players have to have the attitude that who, ca- uh, who cares attitude. If they're professionals, which I think this team is made up of um, a lot of veteran leadership. Unfortunately, a lot of it, that veteran leadership is not playing because of injury. But as an Allen Robinson come back on the field and risk injury, um, with a bad team while he's, you know, while he can collect the check and sit out and say he's injured. So the question is, are these guys really injured or, you know, do they're they? Injured. Okay. So then they come back on the field and they're playing, they're not playing just to, for the bears. They're playing for themselves. They're playing for themselves and their future I mean, in the NFL. So yeah, I think we're going to see a, a lot of fight in the bears. I'd like to think, I think their offensive line is, is improved, improved. But again, it's the competition. We can't judge it by this one game because it was the lions. They are it was, terrible. I mean, the, the timeout <laughs> situation at the end with the lions was just pure embarrassing. I mean, they had three uh, holding <laughs> they, penalties in a row in, in the a fourth row. quarter when they yeah. could have had a drive to put the away lions the game. penalties and their problems with penalties actually made the bears issues with penalties look good. So uh, that was embarrassing. And then at one point the lions took two times out and two timeouts in a, in a row. row. That is a penalty. That's a penalty. So not only did they lose a timeout all in the fourth quarter, all in the fourth quarter the game was on the line. Yeah, they lost a timeout and got a penalty. I mean, it, it, it's comical at that point, right. but that's not our problem. 
It's not our problem anymore. Do we want to talk about uh, the Cardinals? The Cardinals. Do we want to talk about Jared Goff? Do you have any crushes on future quarterbacks coming up, like Jimmy Garoppolo? Do we want to talk about it's that? It's just Jimmy. I feel sorry for Jared Goff. I mean, he really got the short end of the stick on that Stafford deal. Anyway, let's just look forward to, uh, you know, getting Is Tyler Murray going to play. I think he's going to play. He's on my fantasy team and it's really oh. hurt me that he's been out the last couple of weeks. Ooh. So um, I hope he plays, but I hope the Bears. Okay, wait, wait. So here's, well, a, here's a question. It's a conflict. I know what the question yeah, is. Yeah, this be. is a Go huge ahead. conflict of interest we're about to have here. So um, we might have to do next week's podcast solo. If, uh, well, if I love a, Kyler Murray, but the question there's is, a conflict of interest I, I think here. he's going to play, but we'll see. I think he's going to play. I think it's going to be absolutely disastrous <laughs> and we're going to get destroyed. You got a top offense, a top defense, uh, you know, some bad early, Chicago weather could an slow early down. Super Bowl contender right off the gate. The Cardinals have been so a lot of talent, but a lot yeah, of they have a lot of injuries, too. And that's the NFL. It's all about. You know, who's the healthiest team at the end? It's a war of attrition. And the Bears, teams with losing records, you usually see a lot of injuries pile up. As the year go, as the season goes on, the more injuries pile up. And that's what's happening with the Bears. And that, and I, I keep forgetting that Ertz is now an Arizona Cardinal, that's Zach right. Ertz. Um, so, you know, they've got he's a, a lot a of key bowler. players on, uh, he's a Hall of Famer, right. I think. Well, Hall a, of Famer, that's early. Really? It's early. Yeah. You probably think Cole Komet's a hall. No, no. Okay. He's got a lot All to right. prove. Okay. Jimmy Graham is though. I think and Jimmy Graham is because of his longevity and his yeah. statistics. Yeah. I think you're right. Oh, I think you're right. Wow. So anyway, um, I think Arizona is going to, it's going to be an ugly day. It, it could be ugly. It's gonna it be could an be an ugly, ugly day. day. If the weather's bad, it, it slows. It, it, it I kind of hope the weather more is of an bad. Even field. I honestly kind of hope the weather is bad because, you know, Arizona, they're really not used to that out there, but, um, you know, it, it's hard to play in any kind of bad weather, but, uh, it'll be very interesting to hear the, listen to the radio high, the, the sports radio journalism this week and, and rumors now, you know, I think th this game obviously bought him another week of, um, I'm like rolling my eyes. It's Employment. Um, but yeah, this week, the, 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 all the soap opera before was some of the most ridiculous, like chatter I've ever heard in, in I mean, Chicago. Yeah. Sports. And it the fact ridiculous. that at Bulls games and Blackhawks oh, yeah. games, they, they were, were chanting, chanting fire Nagy. I mean, last that was night just, at the Blackhawks game, they were ch I chanting. I just said that. Oh, I thought you just said Bulls. Anyway. Okay. Um, we're going to switch up our ending here for this week. We are. We are. And I'm going to lead it. But um, thank you guys all for listening, sending feedback. We really do appreciate it and listen to all of it. And uh, you can email us any questions, comments, or things that you want to hear at fatherdaughterfirstdown at gmail.com. And with that, fire Nagy. <laughs>